0: The following is a Relevant Radio program and is protected under U.S. copyright laws. This program is made possible through the contributions of listeners like you. Support Relevant Radio by clicking on the Donate icon at www.relevantradio.com.
1: Friday is always welcome. And I might mention that Pope Francis has called for us to pray, fast, and do penance for our brothers and sisters in the Middle East today as the Israel-Hamas war intensifies. Good morning, I'm Paul Sadek. It's Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. Today is Friday, October 27th, 2023, Friday of the 29th week at Ordinary Time. In the Missal, it's Liturgical Year A, Cycle 1. Friday is a day to pray the Sorrowful Mysteries of the Rosary. And our saint today is Saint Abraham the Poor. He was a 3rd and 4th century holy hermit, he is sometimes referred to as the poor or the child, alluding to his purity of heart and simplicity of his lifestyle. He was born in Manuf, Egypt, a site in the northwest of Cairo in the delta region of the Nile. He became a disciple of St. Pacomius, the founder of Cenobitic monasticism. Abraham spent almost two decades in a cave near Pacomius' foundations in the delta. He died in 372. And along with Pope Francis, we pray for the church that she may adopt listening and dialogue as a lifestyle at every level and allow herself to be guided by the Holy Spirit toward the peripheries of the world. Ten Minutes with Jesus is a guided meditation on the gospel of the day prepared by a Catholic priest. Here's today's Ten Minutes with Jesus. My
2: Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you are here, that you see me, that you hear me. I adore you with profound reverence. I ask your pardon for my sins and the grace to make this time of prayer fruitful. My Immaculate Mother, Saint Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. You know, I'm not a huge techie guy. I don't know a lot about technology, but it seems that a lot of recent tech Is based in algorithms and the power of processing a lot of data. And one element of that technology, which is apparently very powerful, is the capacity to predict outcomes. We can think about the whole phenomenon of marketing and how companies develop sophisticated mechanisms to predict customer behavior, what we want to buy what we want to acquire, and to put that in front of us in the right way at the right time so that we buy their product.
3: And even simple
2: moves, like stores will emit a certain smell when a customer walks into their, into their business uh, certain certain smells can apparently influence and predict their shopping behavior the most familiar to us is probably the movie theater what's the smell when you walk into a movie theater well it's popcorn freshly made popcorn with the popcorn machine there creating new buckets of yummy buttery popcorn marketers call this the psychology of popcorn people walk in and the first thing they notice is the smell of fresh popcorn. It's not an accident. The majority of money made by a theater is from the concessions sold, not the movie tickets. Apparently, scent association not only reminds moviegoers of all their past theater experiences, but it also reminds them of the snacks that they've eaten and that they can treat themselves to it again. And so they go back for more. It gets us every time. We're suckers for that salty, buttery popcorn goodness. The power
3: of predicting things. We can think also
2: of the weather. It's amazing how, with technology and algorithms, we can make pretty good forecasts of the weather. Apparently, a 7-day forecast can accurately predict the weather about 80% of the time. And a 5-day forecast can accurately predict the weather approximately 90% of the time. However, all of these things have their limitations. Apparently, a a 10-day or longer forecast is only right about half the time. We like to predict things, and we think we're pretty good at it.
3: Jesus, in today's gospel,
2: you mention the fact that we seem to be so wise in things like prediction of the weather, seemingly so accurate, but we fail to predict or to be attentive to much deeper, more important things,
3: the interpretation of the present time we read in the gospel.
2: Jesus said to the crowds, When you see a cloud rising in the west, you say immediately that it is going to rain, and so it does. And when you notice that the wind
3: is blowing from the south, you say that it is going to be hot,
2: and so it is. You hypocrites, you know how to interpret the appearance of the earth and the sky. Why do you not know how to interpret the present time? Why do you not judge for yourselves what is right?
3: Jesus, it's true. Sometimes we can be
2: so fixated on minor issues like the weather or shopping decisions. We can think also of sports results, right? We're trying to guess who's going to win March Madness, which is a lot of fun. But we can be missing out. On the larger point. Sometimes we can be so worried and fretful about the future that we are neglecting and wasting
3: the present moment. Jesus, we can
2: ask you, we can ask ourselves right now in this time of prayer, are we interpreting well the present time? Jesus, what are the important things that you think we are missing as we scan our algorithms and make predictions about the weather or sports results or whatever? Well, the gospel continues. Why do you not judge for yourselves what is right? If you are to go with your opponent before a magistrate, make an effort to settle the matter on the way. Otherwise, your opponent will turn you over to the judge, and the judge hand you over to the constable and the constable throw you into prison i say to you you will, will not be released until you have paid
3: the last penny this is an image that's very
2: familiar to us we read a similar process in in other parts of the gospel right this tension or or argument between Two people, two brothers, and they're encouraged to settle it on the way because otherwise it will be handed over to the courts and you'll be passed from the judge to the constable and to the constable into prison. And Christians up and down the ages have understood this as a future description of judgment the judgment in our death. What is the one thing that we all know will definitely happen in the future, right? What is it that we can predict even if we don't have a PhD in data analytics? Everybody can get this one right. We are going to die.
3: You are going to die. I am going to die.
2: And what we can truly predict is that one day, we don't know how soon, we will die. And we will be judged by God. In fact, we are about to begin the month of November in which the Church invites us to meditate on that reality, that each of us
3: will be judged. And given that that
2: is the fact, the the truth of our life, the most kind of obvious thing that is awaiting us in the future that we can predict,
3: We know that
2: when we die, we will be judged by the measure with which we have loved. And so, the most urgent thing for us to do right now is to put our house in order. Knowing that that is coming in the future, you know, when we know a storm is coming, we immediately get into preparation mode. We board up the house, we stock up on groceries, we buy candles. We we're ready for when the power goes out, etc. Because we're looking to the future and we predict properly that a storm will arrive. Well, what about the, the obvious future of our death and judgment? What does that do to kick us into gear of preparation? We need to put our house in order and that begins with settling matters with our opponents. It begins with turning to that brother or sister of ours with which we have a problem and asking for forgiveness. Jesus, we listen attentively to your advice. Make an effort to settle the matter on the way. Right? Make, it, make an effort to settle the matter now. Don't, don't let it go all the way to court. And, of course, most of us are not in situations where we may be bringing something to a lawsuit. But there's we know in each of our lives, there are situations in which we need to either forgive or ask forgiveness.
3: And let's not put that off. Because we do not know
2: when God will call us to himself, but we are certain that it will happen. That is something that we can predict. I thank you, my God, for the good resolutions, affections, and inspirations that you've communicated to me in this meditation. I ask your help in putting them into effect. My Immaculate Mother, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me.
1: There's always more of 10 Minutes with Jesus at RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. This day of prayer begins in just three minutes on Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app on Friday of the 29th week in Ordinary Time. I'm Paul Sadiq, and we join the whole church in prayer now. We're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in the Invitatory Psalm and the Office of Readings.
4: Lord, open my lips, and
1: and my my mouth mouth will proclaim proclaim your praise.
5: Come, let us give thanks to the Lord, for God's great love is without end. Come, let us give thanks to the Lord, for God's great love is without end. Come, let us sing to the Lord and shout with joy to the rock who saves us. Let us approach him with praise and thanksgiving and sing joyful songs to the Lord. Come, let us give thanks to the Lord for God's great love is without end.
4: The Lord is God, the mighty God the great king over all the gods. He holds in his hands the depths of the earth and the highest mountains as well. He made the sea, it belongs to him, the dry land too, for it was formed by his hands.
5: Come, Come, let us give give thanks to the Lord, for God's great love is without end. Come then, let us bow down and worship, bending the knee before the Lord our Maker. For he is our God and we are his people, the flock he shepherds. Come, let us give thanks to the Lord, for God's great love is without end.
4: Today listen to the voice of the Lord. Do not grow stubborn as your fathers did in the wilderness. When at Meribah and Massah they challenged me and provoked me. Although they had seen all of my works.
5: Come, Come, let let us give thanks to the Lord, for God's great love is without end. Forty years I endured that generation. I said, they are a people whose hearts go astray, and they do not know my ways. So I swore in my anger, they shall not enter into my rest.
6: Come, let
5: us give thanks to the Lord, for God's great love is without end.
4: Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as
5: As it was was in the beginning, is now, now, and will will be forever. forever. Amen. Come, let us give thanks to the Lord, for God's great love is without end.
7: Rise up, Lord, and come to my aid.
8: Rise Rise up, Lord, and come to my aid.
7: O Lord, plead my cause against my foes. Fight those who fight me. Take up your buckler and shield. Arise to help me. O Lord, say to my soul, I am your salvation. But my soul shall be joyful in the Lord and rejoice in his salvation. My whole being will say, Lord, who is like you, who rescue the weak from the strong and the poor from the oppressor? Lying witnesses arise and accuse me unjustly. They repay me evil for good. My soul is forlorn. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will be forever.
6: Amen. Amen. Rise up, Lord, and come to my aid.
7: All-powerful Lord, stand by me and defend me.
6: All-powerful Lord, stand by me and defend me.
7: When they were sick, I went into mourning, afflicted with fasting. My prayer was ever on my lips, as for a brother, a friend. I went as though mourning a mother, bowed down with grief. Now that I am in trouble, they gather. They gather and mock me. They take me by surprise and strike me and tear me to pieces. They provoke me with mockery on mockery and gnash their teeth. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the the beginning, beginning,
6: is now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. Amen. All-powerful Lord, stand by me and defend me.
7: My tongue will speak of your goodness all the day long. My My tongue will speak speak of your goodness all the day long. O Lord, how long will you look on? Come to my rescue. Save my life from these raging beasts, my soul from these lions. I will thank you in the great assembly. Amid the throng I will praise you. Do not let my lying foes rejoice over me. Do not let those who hate me unjustly wink eyes at each other. O Lord, you have seen. Do not be silent. Do not stand afar off. Awake, stir to my defense, to my cause, O God. Let there be joy for those who love my cause. Let them say without end, Great is the Lord who delights in the peace of his servant. Then my tongue shall speak of your justice all day long of your praise. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will be forever. forever. Amen.
9: Lord, you rescue the poor from their oppressors and you rose to the aid of your beloved Son against those who unjustly sought his life. Look on your church as we journey to you, that the poor and weak may recognize the help you provide and proclaim your saving act.
6: My
7: tongue
9: will speak of your goodness all the day long.
8: My son, take my words to heart. Do as I say, and you will live.
10: A reading from the book of the prophet Baruch. Read out publicly this scroll which we send you in the house of the Lord on the feast day and during the days of assembly. Justice is with the Lord our God and we today are flushed with shame, we men of Judah and citizens of Jerusalem, that we, with our kings and rulers and priests and prophets and with our fathers, have sinned in the Lord's sight and disobeyed him. We have neither heeded the voice of the Lord our God, nor followed the precepts which the Lord set before us. From the time the Lord led our fathers out of the land of Egypt until the present day, we have been disobedient to the Lord our God and only too ready to disregard His voice. And the evils and the curse which the Lord enjoined upon Moses, His servant, at the time He led our fathers forth from the land of Egypt to give us the land flowing with milk and honey, cling to us even today. For we did not heed the voice of the Lord our God in all the words of the prophets whom he sent us. But each one of us went after the devices of our own wicked hearts, served other gods, and did evil in the sight of the Lord our God. And the Lord fulfilled the warning he had uttered against us, against our judges who governed Israel, against our kings and princes, and against the men of Israel and Judah. He brought down upon us evils so great that there has not been done anywhere under heaven what has been done in Jerusalem, as was written in the law of Moses, that one after another of us should eat the flesh of his son, or of his daughter. He has made us subject to all the kingdoms round about us, a reproach and a horror among the nations round about, to which the Lord has scattered us. We are brought low, not raised up, because we sinned against the Lord our God, not heeding his voice. Lord, Almighty God of Israel, afflicted souls and dismayed spirits call to you. Hear, O Lord, for you are a God of mercy, and have mercy on us who have sinned against you, for you are enthroned forever, while we are perishing forever. Lord Almighty, God of Israel, hear the prayer of Israel's few, the sons of those who sinned against you. They did not heed the voice of the Lord their God, and the evils cling to us. Remember at this time not the misdeeds of our fathers, but your own hand and name, for you are the Lord our God. And you, O Lord, we will praise. For this you put into our hearts the fear of you, that we may call upon your name and praise you in our captivity when we have removed from our hearts all the wickedness of our fathers who sinned against you. Behold us today in our captivity, where you scattered us a reproach. A curse and a requital for all the misdeeds of our fathers who withdrew from the Lord, our God. The word of the Lord.
3: Thanks Thanks be be to God. God
10: God is rich in mercy, and because he loved us so much, even Even though we we were were dead in sin, he brought us to life in Christ. Christ. We have sinned, been ungodly, and have broken all your commandments, O Lord our God.
6: Even Even though we
10: we were dead in sin, sin, he brought brought us us to to life life in in Christ.
0: Christ. A reading from a letter to Proba by St. Augustine Bishop The person who asks for and seeks this one thing from the Lord makes his petition confidently and serenely. He has no fear that, when he receives it, it may harm him. For if this is absent, anything else he duly receives brings no benefit at all. This is the one true and only life of happiness, that, immortal and incorruptible in body and spirit, we should contemplate the Lord's graciousness forever. It is for the sake of this one thing that everything else is sought and without impropriety requested. The person who has this will have all that he wants. In heaven he will be unable to want, because he will be unable to possess anything that is unfitting. In heaven is the fountain of life, that we should now thirst for in prayer as long as we live in hope, and do not yet see the object of our hope, under the protection of his wings, in whose presence is all our desire, so that we may drink our fill from the plenty of his house, and be given drink from the running stream of his delights. For with him is the fountain of life, and in his light we shall see light, when our desire will be satisfied with good things, and there will be nothing to ask for with sighs, but only what we possess with joy. Yet, since this is that peace that surpasses all understanding, even when we ask for it in prayer, we do not know how to pray for what is right. Certainly we do not know something if we cannot think of it as it really is. Whatever comes to mind, we reject, repudiate, find fault with. We know that this is not what we are seeking, even if we do not yet know what kind of thing it really is. There is then within us a kind of instructed ignorance, instructed, that is, by the Spirit of God who helps our weakness. When the Apostle said, If we hope for something we do not see, we look forward to it with patience. He added, In the same way the Spirit helps our weakness, we do not know what it is right to pray for, but the Spirit himself pleads with sighs too deep for words. He who searches hearts knows what the Spirit means, for he pleads for the saints according to God's will. We must not understand by this that the Holy Spirit of God pleads for the saints as if he were something different from what God is. In the Trinity, the Spirit is the unchangeable God and one God with the Father and the Son. Scripture says, He pleads for the saints because he moves the saints to plead, just as it says, The Lord your God tests you to know if you love him, in this sense that he does it to enable you to know. So the Spirit moves the saints to plead with sighs too deep for words, by inspiring in them a desire for the great and as yet unknown reality that we look forward to with patience. How can words express what we desire when it remains unknown? If we were entirely ignorant of it, we would not desire it again. We would not desire it or seek it with sighs if we were able to see it.
9: We do not know how we should pray. The The Spirit Spirit will plead plead on on our our behalf. behalf with With sighs too deep deep to express. express. On that day, says the Lord, I will pour out a spirit of compassion and prayer on the house of David and on the inhabitants of Jerusalem.
10: The Spirit Spirit will plead on our behalf,
9: with sighs too deep to express. Let us pray. Almighty, ever-living God, grant that we may always conform our will to yours and serve your majesty in sincerity of heart through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever.
1: Amen. Jesus tells the crowds, open your eyes and read the signs of the times. It's in today's Gospel in just a few minutes on Daybreak on it Radio and the Ralefit Radio app. Welcome back to Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. I'm Paul Sadek, and in today's Gospel from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, the Lord says to the people, you can read the signs of the weather. Why not the signs of the times? It's from the 12th chapter of the Gospel of Luke. When you see a cloud rising
9: in the west, you say at once, a shower is coming, and so it happens. And when you see the south wind blowing, you say, there will be scorching heat. And it happens. You hypocrites, you know how to interpret the appearance of earth and sky. But why do you not know how to interpret the present time? And why do you not judge for yourselves what is right? As you go with your accuser before the magistrate, Make an effort to settle with him on the way, lest he drag you to the judge, and the judge hand you over to the officer, and the officer put you in prison. I tell you, you will never get out till you have paid the very last
1: copper. This selection from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible courtesy of Falcon Picture Group Daily and Sunday Mass Readings, or on the relevant radio app. Well, it begs the question, do we also sometimes ignore the signs that the Lord gives us of His presence? Today's reading from In Conversation with God by Father Francisco Fernandez Carvajal is from Volume 5, Ordinary Time. (music) Men have always been interested in the changing of the seasons and the climate. Sailors have an understandable concern for weather conditions, for the direction and force of the winds, for cloud formations. They analyze this information so as to forecast conditions in their work environment. In the Gospel for today's Mass, the Lord addresses fishermen and farm workers with this concern in mind. When you see a cloud rising in the west, you say at once, a shower is coming. And so it happens. And when you see the south wind blowing, you say, there will be scorching heat. And it happens. Jesus gives his hearers something to think about. They can read the signs of the weather with very little evidence to go on, but they seem unable to read the abundant signs of the times regarding the Messiah. He asks them, why do you not know how to interpret the present time? Many of them lacked good will and a right intention. Their eyes were closed to the light of the gospel. The signs of the arrival of the kingdom were evident in the word of God, in the miracles worked by the Lord, and in the very person of Christ right before their eyes. Despite all of these signs, many of them predicted by the prophets, they did not draw the appropriate conclusion. God was in their midst, and they did not recognize him. The Lord continues to pass by in our life. He tells us of His presence by a variety of signs, but we often do not recognize Him. Christ is present in sickness and tribulation which, if we accept God's will, can serve to purify us. He exists in the people we work with, in those who need our help, in the members of our family, in the acquaintances of everyday life. Jesus is behind that piece of good news. He is waiting for us to give him due thanks. He is ready to provide us with more blessings. Unfortunately, there are many occasions when we fail to thank him. What a shame that we should slight God because we are inordinately preoccupied with our own affairs. What would our life be like if we really lived the presence of God? Wouldn't we find that much of our ill humor and many of our personal problems would vanish into thin air? If only we could live with more trust in divine providence, strong in faith, in the certainty of God's daily protection which never fails, how many worries and anxieties we would be spared. Then that fretfulness which, as Jesus said, is typical of pagans, of the heathen world, that is, of people who lack a supernatural outlook on life, would disappear. This is the perspective of those who live as if the Master never came among us. In Conversation with God by Francis Fernandez is published by Scepter Publishers. You'll find it at your local Catholic bookstore. Let's continue praying. We join the whole church and we're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in morning prayer. God, come to my assistance.
6: Lord, Lord, make make haste haste to help me.
9: Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is
10: now, and will be forever.
8: Amen. Alleluia.
10: Lord, you will accept the true sacrifice offered on your altar. Lord, you will accept the true sacrifice offered on your altar. Have mercy on me, God, in your kindness, in your compassion. Blot out my offense. O oh, wash me more and more from my guilt, and cleanse me from my sin.
8: My offenses, truly, I know them. My sin is always before me. Against you, you alone have I sinned. What is evil in your sight, I have done.
10: That you may be justified when you give sentence and be without reproach when you judge. O see, in guilt I was born. A sinner was I conceived.
8: Indeed, you love truth in the heart, then in the secret of my heart teach me wisdom. O purify me, then I shall be clean. O wash me, I shall be whiter than snow.
10: Make me hear rejoicing and gladness that the bones you have crushed may revive. From my sins turn away your face and blot out all my guilt.
8: A pure heart create for me, O God. Put a steadfast spirit within me. Do not cast me away from your presence nor deprive me of your Holy Spirit.
10: Give me again the joy of your help with a spirit of fervor, sustain me, that I may teach transgressors your ways and sinners may return to you.
8: O rescue me, God, my helper, and my tongue shall ring out your goodness. O Lord, open my lips, and my mouth shall declare your praise.
10: For in sacrifice you take no delight. Burnt offering from me You would refuse. My sacrifice, a contrite spirit, a humbled, contrite heart, you will not spurn.
8: In your goodness, show favor to Zion, rebuild the walls of Jerusalem. Then you will be pleased with lawful sacrifice, holocaust offered on your altar.
10: Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As As it was was in in the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. Amen. Let us pray. Father, he who knew no sin was made sin for us. To save us and restore us to your friendship, look upon our contrite heart, and afflicted spirit, and heal our troubled conscience, so that in joy and strength of the Holy Spirit, we may proclaim your praise and glory before all the nations. Lord, Lord, you you will accept the the true sacrifice offered offered on on your altar. All the descendants of Israel will glory in the Lord's gift of victory. All the descendants of Israel
8: will glory in the Lord's gift
6: of
10: of
8: victory. Truly with you God is hidden, the God of Israel, the Savior. Those are put to shame and disgrace who vent their anger against Him. Those go in disgrace who carve images.
7: Israel, you are saved by the Lord, saved forever. You shall never be put to shame or disgrace in future ages.
8: For thus says the Lord, the creator of the heavens, who is God, the designer and maker of the earth, who established it, not creating it to be a waste, but designing it to be lived in.
7: I am the Lord, and there is no other. I have not spoken from hiding, nor from some dark place of the earth, and I have not said to the descendants of Jacob, Look for me in an empty waste. I, the Lord, promise justice. I foretell what is right.
8: Come and assemble, gather together, you fugitives among the Gentiles. They are without knowledge who bear wooden idols and pray to gods that cannot save.
7: Come here and declare in council together, who announced this from the beginning and foretold it from of old. Was it not I, the Lord, Besides whom there is no other God, there is no just and saving God but me.
8: Turn to me and be safe, all you ends of the earth. For I am God, there is no other.
7: By myself I swear, uttering my just decree and my unalterable word.
8: To me every knee shall bend, by me every tongue shall swear, saying, Only in the Lord are just deeds and power.
7: Before him in shame shall come all who vent their anger against him. In the Lord shall be the vindication and the glory of all the descendants of Israel.
8: Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it it was in the the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will will be be
7: forever. forever. Amen. All the descendants of of Israel will glory in the Lord's gift
6: of victory.
8: Let us go into God's presence singing for joy. Let us go into God's presence
7: singing for joy. Cry out with joy to the Lord, all the earth. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before Him singing for joy.
8: Know that He, the Lord, is God. He made us. We belong to Him. We are His people, the sheep of His flock.
7: Go within his gates, giving thanks. Enter his courts with songs of praise. Give thanks to him and bless his name.
8: Indeed, how good is the Lord, eternal, his merciful love. He is faithful from age to age.
7: Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit,
8: as As it it was was in the the beginning, beginning, is now, and will will be forever. Amen. Amen. With joy and gladness we cry out to you, Lord, and ask you, open our hearts to sing your praises and announce your goodness and truth. Let us us
7: go into into God's God's presence, singing for joy. A reading from the letter to the Ephesians. Never let evil talk pass your lips. Say only the good things men need to hear things that will really help them. Do nothing that will sadden the Holy Spirit with whom you were sealed against the day of redemption. Get rid of all bitterness, all passion and anger, harsh words, slander and malice of every kind. In place of these, be kind to one another, compassionate and mutually forgiving just as God has forgiven you in Christ. The Word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be be to God. God. At daybreak, be merciful to me. At At daybreak, daybreak, be be merciful merciful to to me. me. Make known to me the path that I must walk. Be Be merciful merciful to to me. me. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. At daybreak, daybreak, be merciful merciful to me. me.
9: to
10: shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death,
6: and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory to the Father, and to the Son,
7: and
10: to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever.
7: Amen. The Lord has come to his people and set them free.
9: Through His cross, the Lord Jesus brought salvation to the human race. We adore Him, and in faith we call out to Him, Lord, pour out Your mercy upon us. Lord, Lord, pour pour out out Your your mercy mercy
7: upon us. us.
9: Christ, rising sun, warm us with Your rays.
7: And restrain us from every evil impulse.
9: Lord, Lord,
10: pour pour out out Your mercy upon upon us.
9: Keep guard over our thoughts words, and actions,
7: and make us pleasing in your sight this day. Lord, pour out your mercy upon
9: us. Turn your gaze from our sinfulness,
7: and cleanse us from our iniquities. Lord, pour out your mercy upon us. Through your cross and resurrection, fill us with the consolation of the Spirit. Lord, pour out your mercy upon us.
9: Let us make our prayers and praise complete by offering the Lord's Prayer.
6: Our Father, who art in heaven,
10: hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us, and lead us not into temptation.
7: But but deliver, deliver us from evil. evil
9: god our father you conquer the darkness of ignorance by the light of your word strengthen within our hearts the faith you have given us let not temptation ever quench the fire that your love has kindled within us we ask this through our lord jesus christ your son
1: By request of Pope Francis, this is a day to pray fast, abstain, and do penance for peace in the Middle East. Morning Air is coming up with John and Glenn in just a few minutes. Patrick Madrid a bit later on this morning. I'm Paul Sadiq. I'll see you tomorrow morning, 4 a.m. Central, or on the Relevant Radio app. You go out, make this a great day, and live in the light of the Lord.